Hello and welcome to Inspirational Thursday. Today's topic is celebration. My name is Reverend Jean-Marie Schweitzer and I'm the Senior Minister here at Unity Fort Worth, providing you with inspirational texts and recordings and services online or in person as you see fit. When it comes to celebration, there is one story in the Christian scriptures that comes to mind for me. And it's a story about the wedding at Cana. You find this story in John chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. And it's usually considered the first miracle that Jesus Christ performed in uh, his ministry. And in unity, uh, what it's interesting to know is we don't actually believe that these miracles were actually miracles. We just uh, interpret miracles as our lack of understanding of how spiritual law works. And Jesus demonstrates in these stories, according to the gospel writers, how he uses or he used to uh, these spiritual laws in situations in his life, and also to teach his disciples how they later on can use these spiritual laws. So as you probably remember, the wedding at Cana is about turning water into wine. And by itself, of course, if you think about it in a very literal sense, then that really sounds like a, a miracle. But if you take the symbolism behind it, and John, the gospel writer John is known for his symbolism, then we can look at what water symbolizes and what wine symbolizes. Now we can again interpret this in many different ways. The fun about interpretation is that we can approach it from our own personal experience and make our own interpretations. That's certainly one way of doing it. Uh, another way of doing it is looking at how these symbols or these elements are interpreted in general. So wine, as we later learned too at the Last Supper, has a very specific meaning. As you know from the Last Supper, that Jesus goes ahead and says, you know, this is my blood. Um, the blood of Christ is symbolized by the wine. Wine is red. Red symbolizes uh, the power of life, one of the unity uh, 12 powers that we teach. So we have some power there, a power of life, which is our ability to energize, to invitalize things, to put power into anything that we do. It's the last power. It's the power also associated with Judas, who essentially or eventually betrays Jesus but uh, represents really the life essence of everything. It's also known within the 12 power teachings that without the power of life, none of the powers would actually be working. Uh, they need that underlying foundation of energy. So we have the blood of Christ representing that power of life, that vitality. That's how often wine is interpreted as the vitality of our way of being, to give her just a little bit more oomph 
into what we are doing. And so when we turn the water into wine, or when Jesus does that demonstrate that at the wedding of Cana, then we can also look at what water represents. You know, water is necessary for us to survive, of course, to hydrate. Uh, if we don't drink water for about three days or more, we get into serious trouble, if not um, perish entirely. So there is a life essence to water as well, an essence that is necessary for our physical nature, our human nature to survive. So what we could do here, since it's the very first demonstration of one of those miracles that Jesus uh, performs, we can actually see a transformation from something that our physical body needs into something that is representative of our spiritual body. So in a way, we could say this very first principle or miracle <clears throat> simply represented Jesus' ability to transform his humanity into his divinity. And he's demonstrating that at the wedding in front of his uh, already early disciples and early followers in front of his mother, representing the divine feminine, which is usually associated with, um, with uh, potential, the passivity of potential out of which can everything uh, exist or, or be manifested. Uh, the divine feminine also represents the emotional side, the heart space, a very important part of our divinity. So we could say that in front of his mother, in front of the guests of the wedding, Jesus demonstrates that necessity for us to not only keep our physical body alive, but find that one thing that vitalizes or enriches our spiritual side. So when we look at celebration, then we could look at it in that way. What is there to celebrate is our ability to remember who and what we truly are. If we remember in a moment when we are challenged that, wait a minute, there is more to me than what I often think, especially when I'm challenged. I'm not just a broken person uh, or a person that needs fixing. I also am, even if I see myself as broken at the same time, have the ability to evolve from the brokenness into perfection. The perfection that we, lead, be, we believe in unity is already present. It's not something to put together. It's not something to achieve. It's just something to become aware of. So then the journey is one of awareness. Either we are, are aware of, yeah, okay, we have water here. Let's replenish our body and continue working or uh, living our human lives. Or we find the power within us to turn water into wine and then enliven our life from a spiritual divinity perspective. So I guess that's really <clears throat> pretty much all that I can say for today about celebration. It's a beautiful story. I recommend to uh, go into John chapter 2, uh, the first 12 verses, and reread the story and see it 
from a more symbolic perspective and see how that could make sense in your life. Thank you very much for listening and watching. And I hope uh, it was useful to you. And um, I will see you and talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.